Let me eat julep. Laser, can you talk into your mic? Boys, the cause of it all. podcast. And I was walking. I got two legs and the end at my feet. It's the best idea of all time, and I'm Laser. I'm Alice. This is a podcast where we watch the movie Carol, and we talk about it every week for a year. Yep, it's episode 15. 15. My goodness. And we have an extremely amazing special guest this week. Yes, we do. Best known for playing guitar on Instagram. It's (laughs) Carla Kikowski. Hi. (laughs) Welcome. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. Improviser, hilarious, wonderful person. I took an improv yeah. class from you once, and it was the best. You were awesome, and you were the best in class. Too. Yeah, you I were was a... better than me. You were yeah. the best. Mm-hmm. A lot of people said that about me. We... <laughs> They're like, Laser really should have been teaching this class. So I was like, you're right. You're right. Uh, inaccurate, but I'm here for the lies. And we also have a very special guest um, joining us from the, ba- the backseat of the podcast. It's, yeah. Mo- it's Molly Lewis is back. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having me back. Uh, Molly Lewis was in town and she was like, can I come over? And I was like, well, we're watching Carol again. <laughs> I was like, wait, every week? Every week? Still? First guest and back again. Um, Carla, thank you so much for joining us. Molly, thank you so much for joining us. Um, just to jump right into it, you are wearing an amazing beret. Yes. You've got oh, the lipstick. You. I, you, I, put lip, I put a little red lip on for you. It's his very. It's like l- mid to late movie Therese vibes. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're going for? Yes, exactly. This is, is this yes. is back half of the road trip Therese. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love Therese, and I love specifically that moment where where she's back half of the road. Yeah. yeah. It's great. So, so just for a little background for the listener, we posted that this podcast was happening. You saw that we had recorded an episode, and you commented, "You better not be making fun of this movie." Um, and, and we were like, "No, absolutely not. We love it. Uh, we've got to get Carla on the podcast." So, yes. so what is your history with Carol? Tell us. Okay, so that was so funny and equally embarrassing because, and of course, I was like, "Of course, I love this movie. Why would they? They're not like." trying to be mean but I got so nervous because I really have a fondness for this film and uh Oscar party 2016 Mm. (laughs) we were at a friend's house uh let's use the word friend loosely okay Uh, okay (laughs) (laughs) name names let's do it I'll totally tell you after uh (laughs) and this person um it was like we were all talking about our favorite films and I was like, Carol, hands down, Amazing. favorite film of the year. And and it was like one of those lulls in the conversation of like 10 people in a room and not because people were shocked, but just because it was quiet for a second. Mm-hmm. And then she said, I was so bored by that film. Oh, and, that's, and it was, that's a common reaction. It killed me. And I was just like, and you know, I took it personally, which I totally mm-hmm. shouldn't have. Yeah. But to the, you know, but I was just like, I can't believe not only that you think it's boring, but that the room got so quiet just in time for you to say. 
<laughs> yeah, no, that's appalling. I'm really sorry that happened to you. Yeah. Totally. So then when I saw when I saw your post, I just had mm-hmm. like this flood of emotion of like, oh no, somebody's making fun of Carol again, <laughs> or somebody's giving Carol a hard time again. Absolutely and then Mo- Molly actually was very funny, and she was like, "No, that's not what's going on here." <laughs> and your response. You're in a safe space. You're in a very safe yeah. space. So just for t- yeah. context for the listener, I am currently wearing a shirt that Alice made for me that says, I can't help you with that. Uh, um, Alice is wearing the Therese beret. Well, that might take it off. Yeah. It's getting kind of warm in here. That's okay. You're I'll allowed. I'll take it. I don't. Um, and I then uh, Molly is sitting next to Betsy, the doll from the movie. We, oh, yes. These are these are signs, I think, that we do appreciate and love, Carol. Mm-hmm. You do. And, I, and I've listened to several of the podcasts. Oh, that's so sweet. And I bathe in your appreciation of <laughs> Carol. <laughs> do, we, do we want to get right into the Carol collection corner then? Uh, sure. I have a lot more questions for Carol, but for for Carla, <laughs> for Carol, um, I have a lot of questions for Carol also. But so, so the Carol collection corner, if you're new, is the is the segment where I'm buying every prop that has been in the yes. movie Carol. It's dangerous. Including yes. this, which is the actual screen used purse from Carol. What? <gasps> Are you kidding Wait, me? Shut up. No, what? I'm serious. I don't have a certificate of authenticity, but um, so the, so I've talked on the podcast before. There was a there was an uh, like an auction house in Cincinnati that uh, that sold a bunch of screen use props um, right after the movie was shot, and then this one showed up on eBay, and I'm pretty sure it's the exact same one. That's amazing. There's also inside it um, a pair of earrings. Wow. And, and, and a pearl neck and a, and a necklace. Amazing. Oh, wow, Alex. So that so is which. Like... Who who uses this purse? That's the thing. I can't find the purse in the movie, so I think it was probably just held by an extra, and maybe isn't even in the movie. But yeah, I bet it's, it is. I'm gonna it's say beautiful. It is. I, Great. I, 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 I will choose, say. I choose to believe. That okay. It is. I, I I really I really want it to be, and I've also watched the movie five times since we've since I've gotten this. So <laughs> I've been looking, but it's probably in there. I mean, it's gorgeous. It it's gold. It it's has a beautiful. chain. It's kind of like a quilty. I don't know. How would yeah, you describe it's a, it's this? A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a quilted. It's not a real leather, but it's like a quilted leather. I love it's it. Gorgeous. It's, a, it's like just above clutch size. Yep. And a braided chain on wow. it. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I'm impressed. I'm very impressed. It actually That's has a, a lot has, of dedication. <laughs> It has it has a smell like it's been in a in a in an antique or a vintage store. Oh, like it's been near Cape Blanchett. I was gonna say like it's been in Cape Blanchett's hands. Okay, I uh, Carla, I have to ask you. So obviously you like the movie. You have a you have a defensive nature where if anybody insults it, it insults you personally. Um, Tell me about the experience of like first watching it though. Like what? when, When did you see it? How? Why did it appeal to you? Like what parts of it really got your goat? Well, I'm a big, uh, big, I, I don't know. It's hard to, you know, nobody's going to challenge you. Here. I really enjoy Todd Haynes in general, mm. his work. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan um, overall. And so, it, and then when I saw Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara run it, like there was no question I was going to see it and that it was a period piece or whatever. Um, my husband's also a cinephile. And so he was really jazzed to see it. And um, we saw it in the theater. I think we saw it at Arclight. I was just asking him because I, I thought you might ask this question. So <laughs> Good prep. Because <laughs> ver- I've listened to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to verify my memory. And it was it was at the Arclight. And I remember, and I asked him if this was true. And he does not lie to me. And he says, this is true. This happened. Okay. I remember turning to him in the scene where Kate Blanchett is at her house at uh, Tres's apartment for the first mm-hmm. time, looking at the pictures of herself on the wall. Yep. And I remember turning to my husband and being like, "Is this the most romantic film you've ever seen?" <laughs> <laughs> That's... 
<laughs> That's incredible. And him being like, this is very romantic. And I asked him just a few minutes ago if that, mm-hmm. if my memory is correct. And he was like, yes, I absolutely remember you saying that. <laughs> that's so cute. I mean, yeah, yeah that scene is weird. That, it that is. It's one of two scenes in the movie where Carol, like, had... G- asks Therese something like oh this is a picture of you or like are you thinking about Richard are you thinking about home and then Therese answers and it just makes Carol sad like she wasn't anticipating that she was going to be sad by thinking about her kid um but but it is a beautiful scene and I love Mm -hmm. that you love this movie I love it I think you know I really think that I um maybe just love movies about people longing for each other mm, yeah <laughs> yes there's a lot of that in this movie yes there that. is and like from start to finish this is like that heart-wrenching like i want you i love i want to be with you mm-hmm. um and and i just find that to be so incredibly romantic <laughs> like i can't <laughs> i just can't like not fall in love with characters who feel that way about each other so so you know for me this is that it's that feeling of like um, and I think they do such a great job. I, Molly, I know you weren't a fan of the up close. Um, I understand it on second viewing. It makes a lot okay, more okay. sense now that I know they're lesbians. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I was, I did remember that from my first watching of it, like feeling like, oh my God, this is what it, I feel like it's such an accurate, like visual portrayal for me of like being around someone you love and mm-hmm. just like seeing like just parts of them and parts of the space around mm-hmm. you because you can't focus on anything. Mm-hmm. And so it like really, the movie really puts me back in that, that, that mind frame of like those early moments of love, you know, those early days of love. Are you talking the close-ups of what the hands? Or- yeah, I think I think yeah. I think specifically the scene where they're going through the tunnel and she's remembering yeah. like her face and her hands and 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 yeah. there's like maybe there's a shoulder in there. Yeah, or- <laughs> yeah. There's like it's like this part of her arm is mm-hmm. like the most random. And then, but then also on the road trip when they first are on the road trip mm. together and she's just like looking at parts of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love I love that isolation of you know just random body parts or like parts of the car or whatever mm-hmm. um yeah anyways it's, you it's love romantic. love carla Kikowski. i love love i love it <laughs> i love love uh yeah uh, do, who is uh, how many times have you seen the movie do you watch you do you watch it today or did you i did i watched okay. i think this is the third or fourth time i've seen it okay yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. do you have a favorite character in the film or do you have a particular like line or performance that you enjoy I mean, I think I probably relate to Therese the most. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would say that, like, I definitely recognize myself and her when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so watching it, I guess that's part of my love for it, too. It feels like very nostalgic to, yeah. to watch her performance. So, yeah, I would say that's my favorite performance. Although, of course, it. Kate Blanchett is, like, yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of Jake Lacey, too, even when he's being a dick. I'm always mm. like, you're mm-hmm. pretty good at this, dude. Is that Richard? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, it's Triangle Man. Triangle Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, Triangle I, Man. I will yeah. say, like, we love to hate on him because he's kind of a bad character, but yeah. there are parts of his performance that are coming. I'm coming around on. Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't, it would, you need to hate him. Right. That's, yeah, they, exactly. we're, they're, that it's not it's not like we hate him because he's doing a bad job of acting or at least resent him which is a different yes 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 Mm -hmm. and also but like i do think too that the film does a nice job of 
showing you like he's in love with her like mm. so of course he's gonna be a jerk about it like he's not yeah. just gonna like let her go <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. um and you can see why he's in love with her which is something they do so well because sometimes you'll watch a movie and you'll be like I don't understand why all these people are in love with this person like what's so <laughs> great about this person but I feel like with Therese in this movie you're like oh I get it I get why you know she's so appealing to so many people that's delightful um do you have do you, I, I i well no i, I before we go on I, yeah. I will just say like i think i think you're absolutely right um i'm i'm a member of the rooney mara appreciation society i really yeah. like her performance in this movie but i've listened to a lot of film podcasts where they talk about this movie and a lot of people are really down on her in this in this movie they think they think her, her performance is one note or she's not doing so much and like to me it's very much the act of, she's she's playing through the act of being confused and and falling in love and understanding herself yeah. and like that maybe that scans as her not doing a lot physically in the especially in the early part of the movie but you can i really feel like you can just see the gears turning in her head especially in yeah. scenes like the the lunch scene or the the apartment scene as well mm -hmm. yeah i think that like kate blanchett is a genius and mm -hmm. always wonderful right and like of course if carol walked in the room everybody would just like look at this person right yeah but i but I don't think that her performance works without us um, seeing how Rooney Mara specifically reacts to her yeah. and like wa watches her from across the room. Like just watching her fall in love with her without having to say anything, I think is an incredible performance. Yeah, and I think if you had the movie be different, if it was, let's say, Carol, Carol's divorcing Harge, but then she's she's shacking up with Abby. Abby's always so confident in and stuff. Like, I think I think audiences would see Carol as a villain then, and and Harge as the mm -hmm. as the the poor soul. You need you need someone innocent to get drawn into this world in order to give color to, to what Carol is doing. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, agreed. Abs ab <laughs> absolutely. So, so you, you you said you like um. You like air, period pieces. Are there specific, like, air, like, obviously, you know, you're an actor, you like the fashion in this movie and like the, yeah. or the, 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 the fact that it's a period piece. Is there a particular, um, first of all, fashion in this movie, what, yeah. do, stuff that you particularly like and also an era that you would like to act in because of the, mm. of the fashions? Um, I'm a big, like, early 70s oh mid, mid 70s like the yeah. 70s maybe in general like mm -hmm. i don't like to smoke i don't like the smell of cigarettes but like any even in this movie i'm like i would totally I, I say this every watch and laser tells me I can't start smoking. I tell I tell Alice that she can't spend what twenty thousand dollars on a car that you I cannot buy the Carol car, which is available for sixteen thousand dollars from the Beverly Hills Classic Car Amazing. Club. Amazing. And you can't Amazing. start smoking just because Carol makes it look cool. Yeah. yeah. She does. She makes it look very cool. Um but yeah, I think the seventies. Um Virgin Suicides, I feel like mm. is my is my aesthetic. Oh my <laughs> god, yes. What I would love to be surrounded in and be wearing, all that stuff. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, you, you were also talking about liking movies with with pining and era stuff. So, do you are you a fan of like Regency, like Bridgerton things that are like Cute. just well, like? I don't want to hate Ooh. on anything. Yes, this is such a positive podcast, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> no, um, no, please go off, go off. <laughs> I'm not a Bridgerton fan. That's great, That's but I, I have watched it because mm -hmm. I feel like I should be because I'm so into the Regency era. Like, I feel like it's in my wheelhouse. So I'm really trying to give it. There's a lot, but there's a lot of region. There's a lot of pining shows. I started watching the Tudors yeah. recently, which oh, is like the whole. I mean, that. it's 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 based on Henry VIII's Wait, real life. 
Wait, I'm yeah. sorry, Laser. Yeah. You started watching The Tudors? I did. I'm sorry, I did. I was alone in Scotland. My life's falling apart. Leave me alone. Henry Cavill is in it. Um, and there's a lot of pining in it. It's like the whole point yeah. of the thing is is uh, is Natalie oh. Dormer. I told you. I was making a joke about the fact that you talk, you've talked about it like 20 times in, Shut in up. four days. Um, <laughs> yearning is very key to a lot of lesbian cinema as well, if you think about the... Um, because in a lot of cases, they can't be together because of societal mm-hmm. societal reasons. And, and also there's another trend, which is why are all lesbian movies period pieces? Um, mm. Thinking about thinking about The Favorite and Ammonite and um, yeah. Portrait of a Lady on Fire, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that because um, something in my memory, like going into watching it today again, um, I was thinking like, I really, I remember really liking this film partially because it didn't feel so fraught with, um, like judgment from people mm. around them, but then yeah. I rewatched it and I was like, "Oh, that's a whole storyline. <laughs> that's like a, <laughs> actually a very big part of it." Yeah. But, but what what I appreciate about that of my memory is like, oh, I I really remember the romance. I really mm-hmm. remembered the relationship as opposed to like that conflict, which is obviously important and obviously relevant and probably very realistic. But mm-hmm. that I, yeah. I I I only remember it as a love story when I you know hadn't watched it in a couple years. Um, so I think like that speaks uh, well for like how great of a movie it is, you know, is that the, it's not just about, um, you know, the, the difficulty. Of, yeah, totally. At that time. Yeah. The difficulties that they encounter are kind of very high society browbeating in, in, in hushed tones. It's not they're confronted right. with someone screaming homophobic slurs at them or something like that, which I feel like is more what you get in, in movies like this, especially. Um, it feels it feels it feels very subdued, and, and and famously, this is based on *The Price of Salt*, which is the fa- the first lesbian story or novel to have a happy ending at all. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read that yet, but I know that you did, and that you did <laughs> podcasts on it. So I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to listen to your podcast. Oh, book <laughs> It's there's we we have too much if, if you want to ask us anything about carol yeah uh we're the experts now alice yes, especially yes. kind of knows everything we were actually can we find that scene that you were just reading before we oh, yeah, opened um or actually molly found it molly could probably find it and read it for us um but uh it's uh it, it's just amazing to have like the too much context i would say and this volume is what the Korean and English language screenplay of apparently Carol's big in Korea. I've just learned this. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. So this is the, this is the copy of the screenplay I bought from the um, plain archive, which is a boutique label in Korea. And yes, I, I heard about this. Right. Cool. Oh, I'm reading this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Molly, I, I don't remember one of, one of these ladies wanted to look up the specifically the scene where we find the lesbians in the record shop, which is always one of our favorite mm-hmm. scenes when Therese sees lesbians in the wild. Yeah. And they yes. see her. Yeah. So oh, good. Yeah. Uh, interior record shop, East fifties, same late afternoon. Uh, Therese is just about a record. She hands him a $5 bill and he begins ringing her up. As she waits for her change, she spots two short-haired women at the listening station sharing a single pair of headphones. The more mannish of the two, in horn-rimmed glasses, leans against the railing dressed in tailored trousers and a jacket over a button-down shirt. The other wears a sleekly tailored women's suit, very professional. They are obviously a couple of some kind, colon, New York lesbians. (laughs) A couple of some kind of New York lesbians. Some kind, colon, New York lesbians. Law and order, New York lesbians. (laughs) 
Therese observes them for a moment until the woman in slacks looks her over and Therese quickly looks down. No, but it's so fun to have the script and like it's, get. It's so great. That's great. I also love the description of the tailored, the tailored uh, trousers and the button down shirt. Mm-hmm. Like that. The tailored women's suit. Yeah, exactly. The shorthands for lesbians in this film is also, I mean, I feel like the first time you watch this movie, that's one of the greatest things about it is like, there's Carol and Rooney Mara, obviously, but then there's like, and all the other lesbians are going to just be Sarah Paulson and Carrie Brownstein. There you go. And then these women are wearing tailored slacks. (laughs) Wearing a pair of headphones. Watch out. Sarah Paulson is so dreamy in this. She's so great in everything. I think I'm a huge fan. Um, and I, I had read something where she like made a joke about how she wanted to see the prequel to Carol between her between her character. Oh, and Carol. yeah. Yes. And I would like, love I that. I would 100% go see that because <laughs> that's such like a rich and defined relationship. But also like I had a lot of questions about it in a good way where I like <laughs> yeah, wanted yeah. to know more, you know, afterwards. Uh, yeah. I would love to see that. If I anybody's would... listening, producers. Oh, God. It's just called Abby. And it's the. <laughs> well, it... It should be a my brilliant friend scenario where it's, it gets them because they they yeah. they meet each other at ten years old. Yeah. yeah, and then they and then they and then they grow old together. They they grow up and and then and then it ends with them right before the movie starts. I love it. I'm here for it. I'm Amazing. I'm down. Um, the okay. So Abby has some of our favorite lines in the movie. Obviously, like "Don't be a mm-hmm. stoop," that kind of thing. You're the one right. who canceled it on us, nitwit. Yeah. Um, we were having um a little fun with a game. <laughs> People do this with Lord of the Rings also, hmm. which is okay. just add a fuck to Carol. Just add the word fuck to a line. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we start. We started because the, it started as someone asking, what was this movie rated? And it was rated R mm-hmm. for nudity. <laughs> but there's only two fucks in the movie. Yeah, we can add more. So um, do you have any oh. do you have any thoughts of uh, where to add? I did write down some lines that I enjoyed. Uh, so do I add it at the end or the beginning or does it not? Where just anywhere, just add, just, just sprinkle add it on there the like hot fuck. sauce. How about when Jack at the beginning mm-hmm. and at the end walks yeah. in to a restaurant that's a totally fine dining restaurant and yells at the yeah, top of his lungs from across the room? <laughs> Trez, that you fuck? How about that? <laughs> Trez, that you fuck? That you fuck? I mean, that's 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 the emotion of what he's doing already, anyway. Huh? Like I was shocked that he yells at her from across the room. Yes, yes. <laughs> Moments after he he just straight walks through traffic. He yes. doesn't. He's not at the crosswalk. He's walking. There's cars in the other lane. And he pays yes, for a drink yes. with a newspaper, I guess. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, oh, I love it. Great. It's. Uh, can I can I share mine? Please, please. My, I think my favorite of the ones that we did. We did many. We were doing this for literally half the movie. Yeah. Um, was um at in that same scene in that same scene where Carol s- says to Therese, and you look very fine. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, that's really good. I I very yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think mine was okay. So Alice, I think last week started making us listen to the lyrics to Mint Julep, um, which is the the song, and and then I think I I said something like six fucking children from getting frisky, which is there's the line is six extra children from getting frisky that happen. That's the line in the song, which one mint julep from one mint julep. Wow. There's a lot of logistical questions I think yeah. involved in the song Mint Julep. Carol yeah. airtight. The song Mint Julep. <laughs> 
Not not so much. We also discovered that the song is cut because they play the first verse and then that part with the six extra kids is at the end of the song. Yeah, and they, so they wanted to get the outro. They really wanted to get those six extra kids in the movie. <laughs> six fucking kids. Did you? I, there was Don't Be a Fucking Stoop. I didn't... Uh, there was not a particular page okay, there. Great. It was just was for your just reference. Yeah. yeah. Don't be a fucking don't stoop. i have always don't fucking like Jeanette. I don't know. <laughs> fucking women. You said it, pal. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, what's really another good. one? Uh, oh, I do. I do really love the line when she says, "I have a friend uh, who told me I should be more interested in humans." <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe we could really... say in fucking humans. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I have a friend who told me I should be more interested interested oh i didn't mean it like fucking but but i would be good for carol because she's obviously so horny in that scene we could just move the move but but then we wouldn't get all the pining which is a big part of the it is it's so good so good big part of the movie so so we are we are doing um uh, obviously Mm -hmm. some stunt movie watching yeah we're doing this every week for a year you have you have done movie watching on yes. task for a podcast also where you agree to watch movies um i don't know if there was re- yeah. regret ever oh, yeah. in your heart for my that my husband um, um, made me watch yeah. or he, oh, yeah. me, he asked me to watch a hundred of his favorite films mm-hmm. he has he's a list keeper um and it took us so maybe three years because i kind of fell apart at the end and like needed to just do it once a month instead of once every week <laughs> and he's a, he's a wonderfully Good fun human being but he loves the most dramatic films like his favorite film is schindler's list so i knew that was mm. number one and so we were like making our way we were oh, making our way yeah. to schindler's list essentially. <laughs> it's the oh, light at the end of the tunnel it baby pretty pretty rough there mm. i'm sorry i don't i forgot what you asked maybe oh, you didn't no ask. i, I interrupted you. you're doing a great job we're just having a conversation um yeah, so yeah. i my question was yes. if you were to watch the same movie every week for a year do you have oh. one in mind or do you have I could not. Yeah, great. I mean, I will. I will answer this because I feel like it's the game, right? But no, like, I'm I love so in admiration of you doing this. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I really respect you just saying I wouldn't do it. I would like to know what you would do if you had to, but I really like yeah. you drawing the I line. I guess if I if I absolutely had to, mm-hmm. um, oh gosh, I want to think of something great. I mean, some of my favorite movies are like. Dog Day Afternoon is such a I love that film mm. and I feel like that's one that I could watch a lot although I don't know if I could watch it every week for a year mm-hmm. but like I like yeah. a lot of 70s movies I like What's Up Doc mm-hmm. a lot which is like a kind of screwball zany Barbara Streisand Ryan O'Neal like again like the 70s stuff I'm really I'm really mm-hmm. that mm. whole thing yeah Love it. Also, also short runtimes back in the seventies. Yes. No, no two, no two hour masterpieces. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's smart. It's very smart. Yeah. When we started this movie, this challenge, my friend Kate left texted and was like, "I can't believe you're doing this with a two hour movie." <laughs> <laughs> Just so, fair. So you said you've done sixteen now, right? That's a lot. Fifteen. Fifteen. This, yeah. this is this is this was watch fifteen for us. It was also we recorded our last episode, which came out last week. Uh, four days ago, because oh yeah, that was on Thursday, and today is Sunday. Yeah, this is really the first time I was kind of dreading watching the movie. Really? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, w- I actually wanted to watch. Ask Molly, as somebody who knows us, who is one of our dearest friends, what the experience of watching the movie with the two of us oh, God. is like. I can only imagine. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, there was the sort of Rocky Horror style. It's not like. 
Because I, I liked, I appreciated sort of the brainstorming of the Carol mask that y'all are writing, sort of Rocky yeah. Horror style. Yes. Um, and it, it is intensely satisfying to watch a movie with two people that have seen a movie at least a couple dozen times mm-hmm. and to point out things that y'all didn't notice. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hopeful that's for the rest great. of this year for you too. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. good. Um, Alice were, and I were last night um, in her hot tub just reciting full scenes oh from the God. movie. Yes. Um, like two code breakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about... What was your idea for a video game? Uh, oh, it's it's in a video game. Sometimes you have two characters like you, like you'll sneak up on some guards and they'll be talking to each other with a little funny dialogue. Like, <laughs> just, but just instead that the two guards that you have to kill are are reciting the, the entire script of Carol. Yeah, that's that's I that's mean, gonna be us someday. I do feel like that's maybe if not the ultimate, the penultimate episode is you two. <laughs> yeah, just on your own, not without a script just reciting as much as you can remember from the film. I think we could do it now. Yeah, it's really, I mean, the thing is, there's not a ton of dialogue in this movie. That's there's true. a lot of just yeah. staring. Yeah, yeah. And um, breathing. Yeah. Breathing mm-hmm. close to each other. <laughs> you love the breathing, I Carla. Do. I'm so delighted by how delighted you are. I love it. That scene with the, with the perfume where she like goes in mm-hmm. to smell her perfume and she just like sits there. <laughs> it's like, so great. It's super yeah. romantic. Um, this was filmed pretty much, I mean, I'm from Northern Kentucky, but it's right next to Cincinnati. Mm. So, um, I remember this was, I mean, I didn't live there when this was being filmed, but my family was telling me about seeing, you know, the signs up and stuff. It was like a real big deal in that Mm -hmm. area. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I texted you the Zillow listing for Carol's house, yes. and you were like, "This is close to where my family lives," which is wild. Yes. yes. Yeah, I want, I want, I want any any stories or context you have. I what's mean, it like hanging out in that area? Is it like being in love with Kate Blanchett? Is it what's? It's not, is it a good countryside to fall in love in? No. <laughs> well, that 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 area in particular is super ritzy, of course. I mean, mm. you can tell, obviously. Um, yes. Yeah. But it is. I did. Uh, I did Google it and it's like 15 minutes from my dad's house. So I feel like oh, that's when COVID calms down, we have to go mm-hmm. to Cincinnati and like do a tour. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> For Christmas. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be so fun. And we could stay at my Christmas. family's house. That would be so much fun. Um, but I was looking up the different places. And the thing about downtown Cincinnati is that it does still really look like that era. Um, mm-hmm. So it it's, it doesn't surprise me that it worked so well in terms of, you know, taking us back to the 50s. For, for better or for worse, it's kind of stuck in the 50s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was yeah. that was definitely a thing. Um, Todd Haynes wanted to shoot in New York, but they, they the production budget got slashed while they were in pre-production. So they were looking at other cities and they looked mm. at like Vancouver, Toronto, which, which are often sub in for New York. And then someone suggested Cincinnati because of tax breaks. And it, it was exactly that. It was, it looked like it was lifted from the pages of history that's so cool he also did hit, uh dark matters which is a recent one of his also he, mm-hmm. went, he went back and shot that there too because i that mm. that was more modern not totally modern maybe like i can't remember the place uh, mm. early aught perhaps um but i recognize a lot of things from that too so that's exciting um but i do know the guy who plays carol's lawyer Kevin Fred? Fred? We hate him. We hate him so much. <laughs> He's so unlikable. He plays that part so well. He does. He does. He's an improviser, actually. He's from, he did Second City 
in Chicago. And um, oh my god, I met him a few years ago when I went to do an improv festival in Cincinnati and like talked to him for a while. He's really great and like of course like oh my god whatever. But he's like the town kind of star because he's like anytime Todd Haynes comes into town, he does his movies and like he still gets work oh. and stuff as a as an actor out of Cincinnati, yeah. which is pretty cool. Did yeah. you ask him about Carol? Um, I I did, but I. I mean, he said it was great. It was like a great experience. But, like, there's nothing like quotable, unfortunately, from our conversation. Mm. <laughs> I so just like his character in the movie. Just yeah, like exactly. his, I I, I want to God. I want to talk to him so bad. I'm gonna follow up with you because I would love to know everything. Yeah, we have one. Do you have it here? His oh, uh, one second. Okay, is this in the collection corner. Yeah. Um, what the experience of being yelled at by Kate Blanchett is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, a I'm great kidding. part. I love Fred. He's got like, such a his... great um, presence in it as exactly the yeah. kind of guy that he, you know, he would have been at that time, you know, like yeah. kind of dismissive yeah. and yeah. And the slightly worse lawyer. Yeah. Here, this is one of his um, bookends. Oh my gosh. This is amazing. <laughs> I love this. Is this screen so used? This is what we're looking this at? Is not, this one is not screen used. Oh, that is so this is a, funny. This is a horse book end. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Did you also get this from the same um, auction house or no? No. Uh, all of the auction house stuff is unfortunately lost to time for the most part. Okay. Like, I, I, found, I found the purse and the and the jewelry on eBay later. So. Wow. Yeah, this is not a screen used. This is just a similar Oh, I see. Horse. It's in, yes. I see what you mean. Mm -hmm. By screen used, now I understand. Now, now I get the yeah. industry terms. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're learning them as we're doing this. Yeah. Which of these things has Kate Blanchett's hands touched? <laughs> yeah, I did. I do remember. I did also find um, the lady who the lady who is not a clock, the hotel clerk. Oh, yes. I love her. Was in a local production of Cincinnati production of Alice in Wonderland, where she played the Queen of Hearts. Ooh. Amazing. I wonder. I'm what not her a fucking clock was. lady. I'll look it up later. I was like, I'll go online. Yeah. No, Carla, you're doing a she, podcast. I, I believe she's credited as hotel clerk in the... Um... Okay. Mm -hmm. cool. yeah, hotel we... clock? Not, not, not <laughs> a hotel. She ain't a clock, lady. Uh, I love her so much. Yes. She is the greatest. Um, do you... I, I want to know... Did, what did, Was there anything you noticed this time, like watching it the third or fourth, whatever it was, yeah. that you hadn't noticed before or picked up on besides or... forgetting entirely about her husband and daughter <laughs> <laughs> i mean fair a hundred percent forgot story. about that whole important storyline about why they couldn't be together um <laughs> the signs in the movie are really funny and interesting like there's a mom a mommy's baby like at the yes, counter oh right i looked this up last week well, four days ago, um, it's it's the mommy's baby is eight dollars, and then in, with inflation, that would be eighty five dollars today. Oh, yeah, I love this. Dolls. This is great. Yeah, uh, that's that's an expensive doll, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yes. like yes. it's like an American Girl doll. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. I thought it was such an interesting use of. I mean, and if you've talked about this before, please stop me. No, okay. no, please. Um, because it is the first time that she sees Kate. Obvious, or sees Carol, <laughs> excuse me, mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> that they have their first interaction, and it kind of like it plays in, and I don't know if this was done on purpose. I'd like to think it was because I think Todd Haynes is yeah. pretty genius, but like it plays into the whole st the the maternal stuff that mm -hmm. um, Carol is going through with Rindy and mm -hmm. um, kind of that struggle, and also like how much younger Prez is, and how like that's like a constant thing that she's talking about with Abby is like the you know. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so just to say mommy's I, baby, like right behind them when they're first meeting. I, yeah, so that's for real. fascinating yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in the book, it's, so the book is told from Therese's perspective. And okay. in, in the book, Therese is actually the one more pining for Carol. And Carol is less like forward in the way that Kate Blanchett is in the movie. But okay. it's it's very much Therese wanting a mother figure. And there's there's a lot mm-hmm. of references to that. There's a lot of symbolism. Um, so that's really big in the in the book itself. I don't I don't think it plays as much in the movie, but I think there are the subtle hints like you're saying. Yeah, that's really interesting. I got to read it. I will. I'm going to read it. Gonna happen. In the book, she's like 19. Yeah, she's 19 <laughs> in the book. And how old but is Carol? 35, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or maybe it was 30. It was. It was. It was somewhere in the 30s. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. That mm-hmm. doesn't seem unreasonable to me, but but I guess no, for the just... time, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And Rooney, and Rooney Mara was 29 when they shot this, but she looks much younger. Yeah, I think. Well, does. I mean, she had a birthday during shooting. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Her. It's coming up, right? Yes, April 17th, Carol Day. I, you were talking about this on your last podcast, so if I remember. <laughs> yeah, Carol Day is coming Carol up. Carol Day. Something that I learned from your podcast <laughs> that I didn't know. Yes. I do feel like there's that, there is, so rewatching it today and having just listened to, you know, your podcast over the last couple of weeks, um, mm-hmm. they, there, there feels to me like there's a scene that's missing at, at the end. Um when Rooney Mara, when Therese is at that party. And then yes. when I heard you say, um, it's like her seeing, is that where she sees Carrie Brownstein's character? Yes. Kiss another yes. woman and was like, I don't want that. I want Carol. Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, exactly. Why did they, why did they edit that? I want to know. Cause I feel like that's the scene maybe that I'm missing. Yeah. Mm. I, that's a good question. They cut a lot of stuff, both stuff that they filmed and stuff that, was in the screenplay that just didn't make it in like like the whole subplot of Therese meeting another woman another older woman at the store at the beginning was completely cut I don't think they filmed that at all but um I I mean it might have just been for time because it it, the 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 run is basically exactly at two hours and they might have felt like Hmm. making it longer but um I I agree like like I do think the back last third of the movie is very compressed i mean we've talked about this on the podcast i apologize if Mm. if i'm repeating but like the the uh therese going from madly in love and calling calling carol to rebuffing her at dinner and then wanting her again it's kind of whiplash in terms of the last like 20 minutes of the movie yeah i just feel like i need um to see her more in like this new world this new job or this new this Mm -hmm. new something to understand kind of how she's grown a little bit and then the decision of like no carol's what i want like it yeah. feels very fuzzy mm-hmm. at that party and i i just wish there was a more definitive thing yeah. i mean we can say we wish we wish but whatever it's still a great movie like i'm still happy it's a great movie <laughs> listen todd if you're listening we're ready for abby the prequel yes. to carol oh yes, my gosh. it's a great carol's a great movie we're not complaining we're not we complaining. really like it we really like let it. us do punch up <laughs> we, 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 we promise not to add any more fucks than you want <laughs> we, all we're gonna do is add fucks that's the whole punch up session <laughs> fucking abby you made fucking me, abby you made me fucking buy boat tickets you made- <laughs> Oh uh, have God. you seen much of other, of Todd Haynes' other work? I don't even. I don't know if I have. I I saw one episode of Mildred Pierce when it aired, oh, yeah. and I have not. I I I'm meaning I'm meaning to go back and start watching those, but 
I've been I've been busy lately, and also I figure we we have all year. I'm gonna have to figure out something to do with the rest of the year. So yeah. What um, do you recommend? Tell us. Mm-hmm. Tell us. Tell us. Um, I'm a, I love Far Far From Heaven. That's the Julian yes. Moore. It's and it's very similar in that it's just beautiful to like just look at. <laughs> like everything is mm-hmm. like candy, you know, on screen, and um, mm-hmm. and she's wonderful. And then I also I just rewatched I'm Not There, like last mm. month. Um, and when I first saw it, I wasn't into it and I am a Bob Dylan fan, but then whatever, mm-hmm. I was just younger and I just don't think I got it. And then mm-hmm. I, I just rewatched it and I was like, this is fucking great. <laughs> this is kind of incredible. So I would say those two would be the ones. That's Kate Blanchett too, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of other a people. A bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 But he does have this, well, the reason I brought it up, he has this really cool short that's on YouTube from like when Ooh. he was, I don't know if he was a, a film student when he made it or like very, you know, young. And it's um, a Karen Carpenter, like faux documentary with bar- mm. with Barbie dolls. So he's doing reenactments <sighs> with Barbie dolls. And it's only like 35 or 40 minutes long. I forget how long. It's, it's short, but it's so weird and awesome. <laughs> that sounds amazing. And you, I would really, I would really recommend going to watch it. <laughs> you can't oh, i am absolutely great. gonna watch that that's that's incredible yeah yeah it's really great. cool yeah might also enjoy velvet goldmine that was oh, todd, yes. todd haynes too wasn't it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah totally yeah. totally absolutely uh, plunge carol carol's velvet gold i don't know what that means. <laughs> um uh <laughs> the uh so sometimes we talk about making a carol musical um making a carol i feel like um this is a really weird question, but sometimes people do um, like improv shows based on films, you know, mm-hmm. like they'll do like, we're going to do like a Hamilton improv show and we'll just like pick oh, yeah. uh, everybody, give us a historic. I'm trying to figure out how you would do that with Carol, yeah. like every pick an era and do a lesbian rom-com or just make an improv show about Kate Blanchett. I don't know. What do you think that would be like? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love the idea of having like a genre lesbian rom-com, um, mm-hmm. in any time period. I think that would be mm-hmm. really cool. That's, that's, that's what I think. But then I think also like maybe you could, um, uh, project Carol and sit in the audience and do the voices. <laughs> and, oh, like, so improvise. And, and improvise a new, yeah, story. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like get a title from the audience and then just like now now it's like a weird mashup of riff tracks yeah, and exactly. improv. Yep. Yeah. Some or sort of like loop, looping about... looping thing, looper, looper thing. Yeah. Can yes. I propose a title for this show? Yes, please. Can you call it Harold Team They're Lesbians? <laughs> uh, can, I, can... I, have, I have to say I've been sitting here frightened and then it's like, oh right, I'm not an improviser. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do this. You're okay. Uh, Nobody's making you do an improv I do show. feel yeah. like that that would be a really popular show. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I feel like that would sell out. Like, yeah. yeah Harold Knight, they're lesbians. Yeah, Harold yeah. Team, lesbians. I mean, <laughs> UCB's coming back. Yeah, it might be the thing that we all need, you know, to get us out of yeah. the house yeah. again. Those, those venture capitalists love lesbian cinema. They love Don Haynes. I think they will. Alice has got a tight five on the UCB merger or whatever is happening. So we can all look forward to that. Have <laughs> uh, well, you asked about Harold yet? Oh, yeah. Um, do you have a theory on when the Harold, your le- their lesbians moment is in the film? Do you know what this is referring to? No. Tell me. What is it? Okay. Sorry. 
So famously, there's a Tumblr post that says, I don't know what I expected to when I going to a like 1.30 afternoon oh, screening right. of Carol okay. or screening yeah. of Carol. Um, but halfway through the movie, an old an old woman, an older woman turned to her husband and said, Harold, they're lesbians. So we're, we, right. we, we don't know when that is. I'm wondering if you have um, like how far through the movie they got before they had to clarify. Yeah, I think it's the perfume moment. Oh, mm. in the uh, in the McKinley Hotel. In the McKinley Hotel. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's the one where she leans over. She's like, "You're you smell good." Yes. And she's yes. and she's oh, like, "Well, there's uh-huh. that was the cream spinach lunch." Oh, yes, the, I'm sorry. The, that's, the lunch? The one, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, the cream oh, spinach the lunch, lunch. Yes. This is what I've been saying. I've been saying this this whole time. That whole that yeah. whole lunch, every line. It, if it, you chart the difference between what people are saying and what they actually mean, yes. like Danny McElroy. My, my podcast partner, the movie jerk. Uh, listen, <laughs> you made me buy both tickets. Um, they, uh, the, every line that they're saying is just, I'm a lesbian, like yeah. back and forth. So yeah, I think that's that's a good... I have a question for you. Have you, mm-hmm. maybe this is too personal, and if so, you can say Please. 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 I'll answer it too. Do you uh, remember like definitive moments where you felt that kind of magnetism with somebody else? Mm. Uh, well, when I was dating Kate Blanchett, obviously <laughs> a big yeah, obviously. Um, uh, oh, that's a good question. I'll, I'll go first because yeah. I've been I've been unlucky in love, is what I'll say. <laughs> okay. So I don't think I've had that moment yet. I'm still waiting. I yeah, guess she's, not that it had to have paid yeah. off, but that you felt, yeah. but that you felt that, you know what I mean? Like not yeah. that it had to have like culminated in a kiss or whatever, but like in that mm. moment you felt like that attraction, that kind of like, yeah, like kind of like the air gets thick and yeah. you look at, you're like afraid to make eye contact cause you know, it's going to go mm-hmm. somewhere kind yeah. of like electricity. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like I've, I've had those moments. Yeah. In my life. Yeah. Yeah. The reciprocity, that's scary. Yeah. The, the, the sort of, is this just in my head or are they vibing to the sort of that? Yeah. yeah. Whereas in that scene, they're very, it's very clear that they are both they're vibing both and they seem to know it. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so true. That I hadn't spinach. thought about that. Like, it's so clear that they're both in, even though they haven't said mm-hmm. like I'm in. <laughs> you know yeah yeah well it's it's the most that therese in the movie seems present and awake and and forward Mm -hmm. up till that point right yeah there's there's some and i don't know if this is true i feel like i saw it on qi or something thing where um if you make eye contact with a person for like 15 seconds at the end of it you're either going to want to like attack them or kiss them oh wow (laughs) it's like unbroken eye contact is like so powerful um, and I mean, that's basically what that scene is, is like them making eye contact because they're, yeah. they keep breaking eye contact every other time. That they I wonder if that's why so many of my improv scenes ends in a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> just love looking straight into people's faces. At least they don't end in a fight. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I always tend to yeah. the kissing as opposed to the slapping. Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah. Smart. What was, what, what is your answer to that question that you asked? Yeah, about? I was, I was thinking like there've been a few times in my life where I felt that but the first time Mm -hmm. was when I was 16 and Mm -hmm. it was with this guy named Greg who played Tevia and Fiddler on the Roof at school (laughs) and I just remember like that was the I'd only ever seen it on tv or like on a soap opera you know like I had never but like he we were at the play party after the play one night and I and I felt it it was like the first time and I like became addicted (laughs) that yeah. feeling you know yeah yeah i i think i think you get i i think i've i've experienced getting it like 
you get it you get it secondhand from movies like this, yeah. right? Or like mm-hmm. a, a good rom com or yeah, something. Yeah. That you're just like, I want to ride this high. It's a drug. I it think. is. It's what it's so love, romantic. It's what love is. <laughs> it's what love is. I've actually been watching The Tudors, Alice. And um, <laughs> really now. <laughs> Alice and I live together. It's a real problem yeah. for this podcast. Alice gets very tired of me talking about the tutors. I'm not tired. I'm just calling attention to the fact that you really like talking about it. Sorry, I don't have anything else happening. Um, I also talk about Carol a lot. That's true. I do yeah. talk about Carol a lot. Can I just Where's say, the tutors collection? Cool. You talk about Carol a lot. Yeah. It's. You know what, Carla? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um. So, what are the outfits you want from this movie? Um, gosh, that's so. I do love Kate Blanchett's pink. What are those hats called? That are, it's not like a, we don't know. We don't know. Okay, I'm gonna find out because I cause I need to know. Um, mm-hmm. the pink one is like mm-hmm. beautiful, and mm-hmm. but like, would I wear it to the grocery store? Yes, yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. Incredible. Um, Defi- yeah. Definitely, if you're going to Gelson's, maybe not Ralph's is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're not going to get a shop girl at Ralph's. You're going to get a shop girl at Gelson's. Yeah. So you, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think specifically that. And gosh, what else? I mean, really, everything is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's hard. To- I do remember Paul saying that he didn't really love the um, boxy coat mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. But I, I like was thinking about that today and I was like, I still kind of dig that too. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. I think it looks kind of great. Um, mm-hmm. We'll get that for your husband. Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll never, because it's always a hundred degrees in our apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Be like, wear that around the apartment, please. I need that. Thank you. I need to feel the magnetism. I need it. <laughs> In... I love boat tickets for you. <laughs> call an Uber and just call the driver Hellman, even if it's not his name. Yeah. Thank you, Hellman. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, I don't think I have any more questions. I, I, I have a couple things. One is, okay. do you have any advice for us yeah. continuing to watch this movie every week for the rest of the year? Yes, as somebody who has been forced to watch films for three years yeah. on our podcast. I think breaks are good, like 15 minutes and then like a walk around oh. the room. Oh, and then okay. come back. Okay. You know what I mean? Like when you start to hate it, like mm. you know, <laughs> you know, like the Pomodoro technique. Have you ever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like twenty-five minutes. minutes yeah, exactly. Mm. And then take a you know that. little walk or something. Is that what you did with Shinsu's list? Just watch <laughs> yes, fifteen minutes. Exactly. How it's intended Hope to be it watched. Hope it turns out better. <laughs> I did. I'm sure they'll be fine. The movie's gonna get in color, and they're all gonna start <laughs> dancing. <laughs> no, truly, I took I took breaks throughout. I really did. I, I did yeah, for yeah. sure. I remember that. Um, but here's what I really think is that because I've done a lot of transcription work. I don't know if anybody oh. else has done for like TV and stuff. And um, mm-hmm. and I, you know, watching the same scenes over and over again to transcribe them. And what I found is <laughs> that by the end, I, I love it no matter what I thought of it in the beginning. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Which I thought it would be the opposite, you know, but mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. It's like it. you almost start to feel like, and you already feel this way, so I can only imagine it's going to mm-hmm. get even more intense, but you start to feel like you're part of that creative process somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you're nice. already in the process of transcribing Carol, the two of you. Yeah, so yeah. that's true. Right there. It's just in our brains instead of yeah. our, but, and one line at a time in our episode titles. So I bet by like, you know, the 45th viewing, you'll be like, <laughs> 
not only is this the best film I've ever seen, but moving forward, yeah. this is the only film I'll ever watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to re-up for year two. <laughs> See you next Get Christmas. renewed. Got to get that season two. Yep. Yep, yep. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, God. Yeah, so then I think my other question is, as a, as a big fan of, of Carol, um, is there anything about the movie that you'd want to talk about that you haven't had a chance to? I, I, yeah, I saw you had a notebook earlier, yeah, and I was excited by that. Um, I was very excited by it. Definitely wanted to talk about um, Kevin Crowley. <laughs> I knew him, and I thought that was funny. Fred. Um, that's, oh, that's, that's Fred. Okay. I said that. Under the Bridge. Yep, love that. No. Oh, you don't need a sewing kit, I can tell. I know you've talked about this line before, but it made me yes. laugh out loud. Like, it makes me laugh out loud. Yes. Um, yeah. You don't need a fucking sewing kit, I can tell. <laughs> um, but I also really like, uh, which we haven't talked about, I guess, um, is the kind of motif of her photographing Kate Blanchett the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's so romantic, my favorite word on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, Amazing, yes. Because it's like she can't touch her up to that, you know, and so it's mm-hmm. like a way to experience her, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you're absolutely right. And mm-hmm. I think that's super sexy and romantic. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that that lens in the glass, and obviously there's a ton of windows right. in this. Yeah. In mm-hmm. um, but but she does get closer over time. You, you think about she's taking photos of her from the tree lot. That's far away. Yes. She's taking photos of her from the diner. That's closer. She's sniffing her sweater. She's <laughs> she's staring in she's staring in one bed, looking at her sleeping, yeah. and then and then and then they're trying on makeup together, and then yes. they're kissing. Yeah. Yes, 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 absolutely. It's a nice uh, marker for their uh, physical relationship throughout the film yeah i like that i hadn't thought about that camera like as a in a in a a good way instead of sometimes how that's creepy yeah yeah camera yeah alternate question you go visit your friend's house they have tons of photos of the same woman (laughs) what do you think (laughs) your friend asked you to come paint their apartment just strung on the walls it is funny that he's like these are great as opposed to being like what's going on with you (laughs) and this woman (laughs) denny mcelroy is an ally and he's trying real hard He's a weird guy, but you know, yeah, it's fine. He's like, I tried to kiss you, but we can just be friends. Don't, don't, mm-hmm. don't be weird. I love that scene. <laughs> I think that's so funny. He's like, it's not weird. It's not weird for me. It shouldn't be weird for you. He's like, it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that. Don't, don't worry about it. Oh, it's fine. So good. I'm not afraid. <laughs> uh, incredible. Um, okay, we. Uh, do you have a favorite line? We've talked about we've we've mentioned some favorite lines. Yes, um, but we have to do one for the ending of the. I, I can also just call the the podcast um, "Law and Order of New York Lesbians." That's I mean that's that's pretty good. Okay, that's really good. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I say this because we probably got to get out of this model of using quotes because there aren't that many quotes in the movie. You can slip I mean, through the book and land at something. Yeah, on, that's true. Something that's random. True. Um, I like Law and Order New York Lesbians. So that's very good. Um, my. Uh, then then i guess carla thank you thank you this was so fun i was looking forward to this all week really oh my gosh oh, we were really exciting. happy to have you yeah, yeah I'm, I'm so honored i love uh i just love what you're doing with this in terms of like 
celebrating something you love. It's just nice to hear a podcast where people are like, I love this thing. Let's talk about loving it as opposed to like, what's wrong with it. That's true. <laughs> you That's know? true. It's, yeah. it's refreshing. It, so well done. It's a very opposite energy to um, when Tim Bat came on this podcast and told us that we could only make art from something from pain. So I really like <laughs> your uh, other take. I think it's good. Yes. I think it's a positive one. Um, I guess my, I, I did have one more question, which is, I know you're learning guitar right now. It's yeah. so freaking fun to watch you <laughs> learn guitar and you're doing like challenges with a friend of yours. Yeah. Um, what, how would a carol song maybe from like one of the songs from Carol, like a mint julep or a silver I'll bells. That. That's actually great. Yeah. Cause it's my turn to or do a challenge. E- easy, easy living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Which one should I do? I feel like easy living, right? Is, the, living, bi- yeah. is okay. the big one. It's the living with you. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll do easy. that this week, okay. and I'll tag. I'll tag everyone here. You tag me. I'll do it too. Okay, fun. great. Oh my gosh, love it. Yes. That would be so much fun. Okay, great. Yay! We'll do it for Carol Day. <laughs> I have to say, Happy birthday, Rooney Mara. <laughs> I have to say uh, real quick that when I like was giving myself a hard time, like I'm learning guitar. This seems like a bad idea uh, yeah. on Twitter, um, and. And I asked for advice and laser, you said to practice singing while you're playing because it's harder Mm -hmm. to put them together later. And that has been so helpful and it's made it actually way more fun. So thank you for that wonderful advice. (laughs) I have to say when you and Craig did a song, you, you and your husband did a song together. Um, are you still there? Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Welcome back. You're back. Welcome back. Um, you you and your husband did a song together, and uh, you were playing the guitar, and he was singing, and I was like literally crying. I was like, "This is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> you two are so cute, and it's like you just like learning something yeah. and being supported. Like it's very silly really, to really... learn something and then put it on the internet, but I'm like, who cares? Mm-hmm. If I have to watch everybody else's videos, they have to watch mine. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> they have to listen to me watch a movie fifty-two times in a row. Uh, thank you so much, Carla Kukowski. Everybody, check out Carla's amazing stuff. I mean, there's obviously there's a lot of episodes of Craigslist out there. Yeah, there's a lot. And, hey, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and you enjoyed the whole experience. I did. It was getting dead. Excellent. All right. Well, as we say every time. To they're obviously in some kind of relationship. Colon New York lesbians. Living for you is easy living, it's easy to live when you're in love and I'm so in love. There's nothing in life but you. The Best Idea of All Time is hosted by Laser and Alex. Our theme song is Easy Living, as performed by Flowerlips. Find more information about them in our show notes. The show is edited and produced by me, Alice, and as our friend Tim Bat says, Everyone should go to bestidea.gay. And if you have thoughts about the podcast, you can email us at askmethings at bestidea.gay. Please tell your friends about this show especially if you are friends with Kate Blanchett.
Laser, talk a little more. My name is Laser. I was a showgirl with the flowers in my hair and the eating lots of pears. I went to beauty. Okay, Molly, talk a bunch. Where do they go? Those smoke rings I blow each night. Why do they live the blue and white? Why do they seem to be lesbians in a car? They rolled their lesbians. They rolled their lesbians. Is that okay? Got it in one. All right. 